everybody. Todd Elliott here. Welcome to episode zero, we're calling it, of the Philo podcast. As we get ready to start this thing, I thought it would be good just to have a short conversation about the origin story of the Philo conference and how we got to a place where now we're doing a podcast for crying out loud. Uh, I have to say I'm really excited about the podcast. We're, uh, we've been working on it for the last few weeks, few months, getting a lot of really great content lined up. But I'm excited about what, what's coming and even kind of what's happening in this episode, us kind of diving into how we got here and maybe even where we're going a little bit. The last real job I had was at Willow Creek Community Church. I was a production manager there for about five years. I was on staff for a total of about 11 but we need to kind of back up from there. Uh, before that, I had worked at one other church for 11 years. I was at Kensington Community Church in the Detroit area. I was there kind of at the beginning as a volunteer, helping get the thing started. I was still in college. And then when I graduated from college, I ended up going to work there and I did whatever needed to be done. So I uh, led the audio team. I transcribed music for all the well, all the music we did. So I'd listen to basically every Stephen Curtis Chapman CD that came out. I would just get it and start writing the music down. All the horn parts, all the backup parts, bass lines, you name it. Did it all. If you need me to drive your semi-truck, I could do that also. I've let my CDL license lapse, but hey, I could get it renewed, no problem. Anyway, I was uh, doing this thing at Kensington, and as the church grew, I sort of grew with it. So I started out in audio, then I moved to live video, and video editing and shooting special video pieces to play in the service. Honestly, when we started Kensington, video really wasn't even a thing. And so uh, if we could do a slideshow, I guess we would have done that. But fortunately, I skipped that whole technology. Anyway, as the thing grew, I suddenly had this big team of people, volunteers, some staff people, and I just kept thinking, I would love some community. I just feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm a tech person that's been thrust into leadership and I don't really know what that means. And so I basically reached out with a postcard I mailed. So this is before kind of the internet and email was a big thing. I sent out a postcard to every church in the Detroit area. So a certain radius of our church to say, hey, if you have a tech person at your church, why don't you just, let's all get together Thursday night, this day, and we'll just share ideas and have community together. And I was doing it just for myself. I thought if I could learn something from the other churches in the area, that would be amazing. And what ended up happening was we got into a room with all these people and they really just wanted to know how we were doing stuff. So nobody came ready to share ideas. They just wanted to have get our ideas. And so it was kind of disappointing for me because I was really hoping to, for me to get something out of it. And I realized, you know what? The team here at Kensington, we understand a lot. We know a lot. We have a lot to offer. We should probably just do another one of these where we think of it in a different way. So we're thinking about it in terms of let's figure out what the content of this event should be and share our ideas and still provide community for people and hopefully kind of inspire them along the way. And so we called this thing the Tech Forum. This was probably 2002, I want to say. And we've had maybe 200 people come and it was tons of fun. And we did two or three of those. I think I still have my notes from them and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff that we did. We had no idea what we were doing, but we figured we were responsible now. We have to do something about it. 
from there, fast forward, trying to make this story shorter than longer, I ended up moving to Willow Creek. And one of the things, and maybe that's a whole nother podcast episode of how that whole thing went down. Super fascinating and a huge God story, which as a tech person, as a thinker, you know, uh, having an encounter with God was not something I was used to. Anyway, again, another story for another time. I ended up at Willow Creek, and one of the things I was really excited about is they did this thing called the Arts Conference, and there was a whole section just for tech people, and I thought, this is really what I'm excited about. I'm excited about being at Willow Creek, but that was kind of the thing I was most excited about. And then three or four years into being at Willow Creek, it ended. Just, you know, wasn't making enough money to support itself. And so the arts conference stopped and we had a year or two at Willow. By this time I'm leading the production team. And I felt like we were, there was a couple of things happening. We needed an outlet to be creative ourselves. And we, we got a lot more calls that year. People who just wanted to have a tour or meet with us or just the demand for something like the arts conference didn't go away, but people were just trying to figure out how they could learn how Willow did things. And so I decided as the leader of the production staff, hey, we're going to go do this thing called Gurus of Tech. It was happening in Louisville. There's a group of people that were doing an amazing job of bringing the tribe of technical artists and the local church together. We had a great time, took the entire Willow staff at the time, was 30 plus, something like that. We all went, a few bands went down there, had a great time. And I thought, you know what? this is the thing we need to do. So we said, let's host Gurus of Tech if they'll let us. And so we we did that in 2011 was the first year we did that. And we did it at one of Willow Creek's regional campuses in Crystal Lake. We've had 500 people the first year, then 900 the second year. And then 2013, we moved it to the South Barrington campus in the old auditorium, the Lakeside Auditorium and had about 1500 people come. It was totally amazing and wonderful. And again, it, this was something that I was doing. I thought it was a great idea for our staff, but it was also something I was still longing for that community for myself, not just for other people, but if other people could benefit, then awesome. Then we got to 2014. And one of the things that was really cool is that our church, I would say for several years was sort of not having an identity crisis, but we were trying to figure out what exactly are we doing on the weekends and what does that look like and what should it look like? And so in 2014, we started to catch a glimpse more of what we needed to be about. And so as a result, the production staff really more was required of us because of the things our church was about, which, I mean, that's what we're there for. And we sort of decided that, okay, Gurus of Tech is getting too big for us to just kind of do it on the side. It's, it's like its own thing. And right now we need to focus on growing our church and being about the ministry of our local church. And so we decided, okay, let's put the pause button on Gurus of Tech for 2014. And then in that same time, I woke up one morning and realized I didn't really want to go to work. And that's not like me. If you know me, you know that I love what I get to do and love jumping in. And I would go to work at 530 in the morning if I could, because that's when I wake up and I want to get to it. I don't do that in case you're wondering, but I tend to love what I want to do. And so waking up, not really loving, not wanting to go to work, made me question some things. And so I'd realized that I was hanging on to my job. I was unwilling to let it go. 
on paper, I had the best job in the world. So you're talking about the local church and being a production person. I had the best local church production job on the planet. An amazing team, lots of trust with leadership at the church and lots of resources, not unlimited, but a good amount. And we got to do some really cool things. And on paper, the platform necessary to do something like Gurus of Tech or if you've been following me for any length of time, you know I had a blog for a long time that was called First In, Last Out. And I felt like I really love doing that, but if I'm not at Willow Creek, then I, I don't have that platform, so I got to hang on to this job if I want to be able to be a part of the church technical art community. And so on paper, I really, everything I needed for the job I wanted to do, the things I loved was really, I needed the job at Willow Creek. Again, another quite a long story that I'm going to shrink down and maybe we'll save for another time, but I really felt like God was asking me to trust him. Would I trust him to let go of this job that on paper is the perfect place for me? And my answer was no, all caps, no, 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 because I just can't imagine how the things that my heart beats fastest for could work without working at, at Willow Creek. I mean, really felt like God saying, hey, trust me. I can do more than you could ask or imagine. So so I decided to step away and just say, hey, I'm done here. It was a great process and long conversations and just felt like super honored in the process, but felt like it was time to go. And so I made that announcement in May of 2014, and but I was going to work through the Leadership Summit, which happens in August. So I figured in those months, I would figure out what I should do and get a new job or something would would arise. I just, I felt like, okay, I'm going to trust you, God, to figure this out. And so I went through a whole long process of what could I do? What are the things that I'm good at? What could I be about? I did a life plan, which was a great, amazing experience. And we explored all different kinds of things. What can you do? And so that list was not exhaustive, but one of the things, if you're a TD in the local church, you're kind of, you've been exposed to everything. You understand how the church functions because as a tech person, you're involved in every part of it. And so there were a lot of things that I felt like I could do. And then the summit rolls around and Louis Giglio was one of the teachers at the summit. In those years, I had a front row seat to the summit. I sat actually in the front row. And so I sat through his talk in the front row and he was talking about the idea of climbing the Matterhorn, which is a big mountain in Europe. And he took some time and actually climbed the Matterhorn and he is not a mountain climber. And so his whole story was about, I don't know how to climb the Matterhorn, but I know how to take one step at a time. And so what is the thing, what is the mountain that you need to climb? And you just need to start taking the steps towards that. And as he was talking about this, I knew that I needed to figure out how to keep gurus of tech or whatever it was going to be, the tech forum, we called it at Kensington. I got to do that. That's the thing that I should do. There are a lot of things I could do, but this is the thing I have to do. And I thought, you know what? This might be a total bomb and a disaster, but I got I to gotta try so in that moment, I said, yeah, I'm going to try. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it's called. I don't know anything about it, but I have to start working towards it. So from that point, that was August, I started having conversations with people who were involved in Gurus of Tech, who were kind of in my corner, who had a passion for the technical artist in the local church. And we just started trying to figure out what could this thing look like? 
and had tons of great support from my family. I mean, my wife must have thought I was totally insane, but she she jumped on board. I had a couple of crucial conversations with one with Jake Cody at Yamaha. So he used to be responsible for the house of worship market for Yamaha and was a huge sponsor in the gurus of tech days. And I just, I called him up and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing something. Do you think that Yamaha would be interested in helping support something like that? And he said, yeah, totally. We're all in. Just tell us, give us the dates and we'll we'll be there. And the other one was Houston Clark over at Clark. They used to be Clark Pro Media. Now just straight up Clark. They do integration for the local church. And we had had many conversations that year, 2014. We, I think we met at the Christmas of 2013. He just happened to come at Willow Creek for a Christmas service. And we just, we met several times to talk about this idea. And somewhere in November of that year, he said, hey, we want in, we want to help make this thing a reality. And so those three people, the my family, Jake Cody and Houston Clark, we would not be doing Philo if it had not been for them. And I guess even kind of in that zone, we were trying to come up with a name. I had this little group of people that we were brainstorming, what could this look like and what does it mean? So we came up with the name Philo based on the blog that I've been doing for so long, the first in, last out. It seemed like kind of a goofy name to me, but that's what we stuck with. And so we started brainstorming ideas on what the we were going to do identical regional events around the country. So come up with the content once and then just repeat it however many times. And we did it four times. Chicago, Dallas, Seattle, Denver was mostly the same in each location. We had an amazing time at each one of those events. We learned a ton about what it meant to do Philo Conference. And that was a one-day event. And basically, a couple things we learned. One is the dream of how to do Philo. So incorporating skill development and community and some inspiration, some worship time, some communion, all that required a large team to pull that off. And so traveling around the country with a large team at that time was not practical. The other part of it is every time an event was coming up, I basically lost sleep. I couldn't think straight. I was nervous about, are we going to actually, are enough people going to sign up to cover the cost of this thing? And I just felt like, you know, I, my nerves could use a break here. So what if we took all the energy we're putting into these four events and put them into one two-day event? And so that's what we've been doing the last couple of years, 2016. We did Philo two-day event in at the uh, Community Christian Church in Naperville. And then we did 2017 in May of this year at the Yellow Box Church, the Community Christian Church in Naperville. Had an amazing time. Jeff Boris and his team were so great to work with. And we we've outgrown it. And such a amazing thing to think about that we have so many people we don't fit into the Yellow Box Church anymore. So we're moving it to, to Willow Creek in 2018 and seems like it's come full circle in a way. And I'm really excited. We're having meetings pretty much all the time now about what is Philo 2018 look like? Who are the speakers? What are the breakouts? How do we operate in a building that's, I don't know, it feels like a hundred times bigger than the yellow box. It's not, but uh, yeah, a lot bigger space. And I think the big thing for me is that the the goal of Philo hasn't changed. We're, that's still still in place. The idea of 
And again, this comes back to the things that I really needed and still need, which is I need to feel like I'm not the only one doing this, that I'm not crazy, that I'm not alone. I want to get better at what I do. I value excellence, which in some ways of defining it is I'm better tomorrow than I was yesterday. Is that right? Better tomorrow, yes, than I was today even that I'm improving every day. And so how can I get better at what I do? So how can we assemble a group of people doing the actual work of production, technical arts in the local church, not just people who know about it, but actual practitioners who are doing the work, people who do audio in the local church, people who do video in the local church, people who are doing lighting in the local church, people who are leading production teams, who are doing multi-site, that are actually doing the work not just talking about it. So how can we get the, those people at Philo 2018? And then really, again, for me, I need to be inspired to keep going. I need to be inspired to do the job that God's called me to do, to be the technical artist, to be first in, last out. I mean, that's who God created me to be. So sometimes I just need to be inspired to keep going with that, to not be discouraged. And so I'm super excited about Philo 2018 when I'm just even talking about the origins of Philo, I can't even, I mean, it just blows my mind that we're even doing it. When I was at Philo 2017, I was coming down from the second floor down into the lobby of the Yellow Box and the place is wall-to-wall people, people wearing Philo t-shirts and all this stuff. And I thought, you know what? I am in a hard time believing this is happening. I'm a tech person. I'm used to supporting other people's big ideas, not my own. And really, if it comes down to it, this is God's big idea that I've just been willing to say, hey, I'll let go of the things that I think I need to do this and let you take control. And he's definitely blown my mind. And like I said, maybe maybe some of that story is for another podcast, but I just thought it would be good for us to talk about the origins of Philo, where it comes from, where it's going. We're starting this podcast. Uh, this is, you know, the pre-episode zero of the whole thing. So I'm really excited moving forward from here, the Philo podcast. We had some great interviews with different people, people involved in Philo, people, if you've been to Philo, you've seen, you've heard from them. And this has just been a chance to be more in-depth conversations about what we do, which is production, technical arts in the local church. So we're talking with worship pastors, we're talking with lighting people, audio, video, all the disciplines that matter to us. And hopefully we'll just be continuing the conversation throughout the year instead of just in May over two days. And so I've been really excited. I'm excited for what's ahead. And for those of you who have made it this far, thanks for listening and look forward to seeing you, hearing you, joining you on future podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.